Siyanbingelela nonke. Eindawen nga indawo lapen kona nlanganyelaganyenati. Kulengkonzo ya seksen guyisond. We greet all of you as we are together and as you are together in various places for the service on the Sunday morning. We thank the Lord for opportunities where we may meet and worship and serve Him together. We also thank the Lord for technology that we can use the airwaves and different means to spread the message. And we thank the Lord that Reverend Stegen had an ear to hear when the Lord laid it on his heart to start a radio station because by means of radio we can reach many people who physically speaking cannot be here together with us but through means of radio they're able to tune in and also hear this message. We also thank the Lord for his wisdom who knows the times and he knows what his people need at which time so that they are prepared to face what they need to face during those times. We ask Mr. Engelbrecht to come forward and to open in prayer. Shall we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity that we may again sit at your feet and listen to your word. We pray that you will be at work in each one of our hearts and lives as you know what we have need of. It is on your heart that we should stand before you one day without spot or wrinkle. Please help us, Lord, that we don't resist you when you want to do things in our lives that will so that you can attain just that purpose. Please bless the reading of your word. Please bless the singing of the choir. 
and help your servant to bring us that message that is on your heart. Siyacela inkosi ukububusisela inkonzo ubusisa umculo wekhwaya usize nenxiko yakho ukuba ilethe lokho okusenhlizweni yakho. We ask it all because of your name. Konke sicela ngenxa yegama lakho. Amen. Amen. Sicelo kwazisa i-combined choir ukubiyacelwa ukubihlangane lai auditorium ngo4 khona namhlanje The combined choir please meet here in the auditorium at 4 o'clock this afternoon Sicela futhi ukukhumbuza abazalwane ngeinkonzo zabasha We'd like to remind you brethren about the youth conference Ziyaqala ke inkonzo zabasha ngomhlaka 8 kudecember Kushuti ogwe tu segu gutinje si besimema. Enda wini enda ulapes kona na lapesazi kona. Eskwaz tumana na abone ilobo zetu. Abasha bayamenyo enkonzoenza abasha njengok chua ilegili. The youth conference will start on the 8th of December. So please uh, invite people, wherever you've got contacts with people, please invite them to attend. COVID is past tense, so feel free to invite as many as you like, and all young people are invited to attend the youth conference. Lama form form. Uh, we have these indemnity and consent forms that's due to new legislation that's been passed that provides poppy consent and all of those things. So if you want to invite people, all those who want to attend need to complete a form like this. If they're minors, it needs to be completed by their parents. So these forms are available. Please just take as many as you need uh, when you go to those places to invite others. Skumbuza njela maform kwenindao ekwaliswa umzali mangabe olo musha useni mnyagenga pantsika 18 kwaliswa umzali asaine akombisiwa mfumelu mtu anawake uguteze nkonzoeni mangenu umzali ilowo o asesandlensa ke lowo omusha. So there's uh, one of these forms that's double-sided. One of them is for minors, which needs to be completed by either the parent or the guardian. Uh, 
And the other side is for non-minors, 18 years and older. There's not much to be filled in. It's just your name and surname, ID number, and you sign it. And then you've got to uh, return it to the person, uh, and you must explain it to the people to whom you give it. They must return it basically to you, who's given it to them, because you are the coordinator, whoever the coordinator is in that area, they've also got to countersign. Ngale walokho azoba khona futhi lapha reception amanye sobeka khona uwenze to omunye mayi ecabange wakhumbula mumvu ukuthi ha fanele ngimemo sibanibani athathi form amthumelele lapho ekhona So they are available here and also at the reception if maybe you need them at a later stage Angusho ke futhi lokho ukuthi emagatsheni akwasiza abantu seswathumelile ama form kusho ukuthi uh, we have sent these forms out to the different branches so you don't need to be concerned too much about that unless of course you know of a branch that hasn't received it please inform us we'll also email it to those branches that are far away kodwa njengale walokho singachumana amakhona okucabangayo noma okukhumbulayo sichumaneni ukuze sisebenze kahle ngokubambisana uqhubeke umsebenzi ephambili so please cooperate with us if you know of anything that we need to know about inform us that we can work together all to the glory of the Lord. Eh sinomzalwanela o Christopher Schneider nomndeni wakhe sebe nesikhathi be kanye nathi la eh khona fisa okugusho. Now we've got a brother Christopher Schneider who has been here for a while with his family they from Switzerland and he wanted to say a few words. So nika enithuba ke emva kwalokho mayiqeda ke sekuzoba ikhwaya. So after you have spoken, the choir will sing. Sani Bonani. Good morning. I greet you all in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. My heart is beating very strong in my breast because I'm not used to stand before so many people and to speak. But thank you very much for this opportunity to share a few words. I hope you will understand my English because I know I make many, make many mistakes as I speak, but I trust you will understand it. So me and my family, Rebecca and our five children, had the wonderful privilege to stay on the mission and to live among you for more than 15 months now. Because 
It has been a great blessing to us. I can't express with words what I feel. We've experienced wonderful and great things in this time. We've seen and we are witnesses of how the Lord works at this wonderful place. I personally have experienced the Lord's miracles many times, especially at work at the Quelle. My friends and colleagues can testify this as well. Many times we were at the end of our knowledge and wisdom. Then we prayed. And then the Lord did the miracle and solved the problem. Many times we did not know why the machines now run again. It is because of the Lord and how he helped us. But also in our spiritual lives we could experience the Lord how he worked in his mighty power. And that's the most important for me. He worked in our lives in a way that I can that I can only thank him and bow before him for his grace and mercy he showed us. And now the Lord in his wisdom closed the door for us to, so that we are not allowed to stay longer in South Africa. The government gave us the order to leave the country. So this is our last Sunday to be at, at the mission. We are very sad about that. We feel as we will be ripped out or torn out. Because, because we became part of the mission. We became family to you. But on the other hand, we want to, to bow to the Lord's will. And we want to be in God's will. 
That is the best place to stay. So we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you what you have done for us. We are not able to, exp- to express in words what it meant to us. I don't want to mention too many names because I am afraid to forget or lose out some people. But I want to say thank you very much, especially to Papa Mvundisi Steken, Antumkulu Dube, Mamangtamu, and all the leadership of the Kwasi Sabantu Mission. That we could stay here on the mission for this time. We appreciate it very, very much. We want to say also thank you to the Domino Servite School, Miss Newlands and all the teachers that they've, what they've done for our children and still do. And they want to say thank you to Baba Dube for all his counsel and advice and help. He became a real father to me. Please forgive me. May the work of God continue even more powerful than before. Here on the mission and also in us as a family. Many words of God could be mentioned, but let me read Psalm 23, verse 3. He refreshes, my, he refreshes and restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He will lead us the way in our future. We do not know if and when we will meet again. Only the Lord knows. But if but if we won't meet again on this earth, let us strive to meet again in heaven. Let us 
I want to take hold of these words who are written on top here. Lord, abide with us. Bleibe bei uns. Thank you. Gempela mokolo ose magate Gempela mokolo ose magate Mokolo 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 se magate Gempela mokolo ose magate We're going to sing three songs. The first one will be in English, the second one in Afrikaans, and the third one will be in Zulu, where we sing, My mouth, my eyes, my ears, my hands, my feet, I give unto the Lord. I give them to the Lord, and they belong to him. And even my whole self, I hold nothing back. I sacrifice it all and give to him to use to his glory.
siyambonga kakhulu uNkulunkulu ngalelithuba lokuhlangana We thank the Lord so much for this opportunity to meet Uma sifisa ukuyikhonza inkosi Akekho ongeyifisa ukunikela ngakho konke if we have the desire to serve the Lord, I don't think there's one person who doesn't want to commit and to surrender all to the Lord. And in our surrender, may there be nothing excluded. Singafani Nelini Sosha Uktiwa Lalilwa Izimbi Uwati Malpajatiswa Alangatan Duguba Gungenum Zimbaonge Manzini Sasali Sandlang Apezul Isandla Ogunguti Lesi Sisapetin Kemba Gisalwa Makum Zimba Mangabuzongene Manzinu Pachatis Godwangegas Ngeni Sant Mubang Seo Mundwe Pimin. Not like that soldier who went to be baptized, and during baptism he was immersed in the water, but he kept his fist aloft above the water because that's the hand that holds the sword. And he still wanted to continue with his bloodshed and violence. We should not take after him. But as soldiers of Christ, we need to surrender totally unto him, not leaving anything out and saying, Lord, I belong to you completely. Shall we open our Bibles to the book of Acts chapter 4? The Acts of the Apostles, it's in the New Testament, chapter 4, and we'll read three or four verses. Kologuti Sesi Tolile. So Acts chapter 4, from verse 11 to 13. Yena uiche, nabaki, This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. 
Aiko insindiso ngomunye. Ngoguba liko futeli nyika mapanzuwezu lelinigiwe bantwini esmelo kusindiswa ngalo. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Kwa atibebo na isbindi, sika petro no chohane, bekonda uti banga banda banga fundile, baye mifunda nje, bamangala, babazu uti kate beno jesu. Now when they, they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated common men, they were astonished and they recognized that they had been with Jesus. I see in the lap verse 14. Kepapebo no mundo pilisiwe eminabo babengenak pigaluto kotwa sebebayali luguba bapume imparatini and then verse 14 as well. Let's just continue. But seeing the man who was healed standing beside them, they had nothing to say in opposition. But when they had commanded them to leave the council, they conferred with one another. Saying, what shall we do with these men? For that a notable sign has been performed through them is evident to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. Let us stand as a foot. Shall we pray once again? Lord, please bless your holy word to us. Amen. Amen. This portion really touched my heart deeply. When I saw the faith of the apostles and their boldness and courage. Walking with Jesus and meeting with Jesus, having met with him, you cannot just be the same as you've been before. Tell me, how is it possible that your life now is exactly the same as it was when before you met with the Lord Jesus? There's something wrong if that's the case. If 
your life is the same now when you're walking with Jesus as it was when before you met with him, there's something wrong. Your faith is dead. In other words, you cannot meet with the Lord Jesus and your life doesn't change. The boldness of these servants of the Lord is utterly amazing. You cannot stand in their way, you cannot obstruct them, you cannot stop them because of what they've experienced with the Lord Jesus. And that which they've received causes them not to be able to keep quiet. They can't hold it back. They've got to proclaim it. They've got to spread the message of that which Jesus has done and was doing in their lives. At that time, brethren, Satan thought he's now finishing off the gospel once and for all. He thought he's wiping out the gospel. He's shutting it down. People won't have the boldness or the courage to speak about Jesus anymore. But he didn't reckon with the fact that there was something that had happened in the lives of these disciples, something that was done within them that they couldn't keep quiet about. Nobody had the strength to intimidate them. No one could threaten them and intimidate them to keep quiet. Because there's something that they had met up with. There was a miracle that they experienced in their lives. And they couldn't keep quiet. This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. Satan wanted to destroy the foundation of the gospel. Well, first of all, he thought he had overcome there on the cross with Jesus being crucified, dead, placed into the tomb, and that was the end of Jesus and all his followers. 
kodwa ngesikhatha bazalwane kufeze kuyithembiso ujesa ibathembise ngazo kwaba ngathi umlilo uvutha kakhulu kunaqala but when the disciples experienced Jesus's promises what he had foretold coming into fulfillment it was as if that fire was rekindled indaba kamoyo ngcwele owehleli ibandla lokuqala kwakunje ngeyinyisho ukuthi kwakunje ngoparafini kodwa kwakamafutha lahamba kakhulu ivangeli lihanjiswa ilaba ababehleli nojesu when the promise of the outpouring of the holy spirit and baptism of the holy spirit was fulfilled those who experienced that the fire was kindled in them it was like oil on the fire and they spread the gospel like never before kodwa kungihluphe kakhulu lokho ukuthi kwabangane ukuthi usathane mayefuna ukuthola amathulu zazo wasebenzisa akangawathola le ngaphandle Now the question which troubled me was this why is it that when satan looks for an instrument to work with he doesn't find them outside the church but right inside Kuze kube namhlanje usathana mayefuna amathuluzi okusebenza akawafuni ngaphandle uwafuna phakathi esontweni And until today that is his strategy If he wants a tool and a vessel to work through he doesn't find it outside the church but in the church. Yethu usale ndaba idala ukuthi kube lona lo aqalaze mayifuna ukuyiphilela inkosi ngoba kwenzeka obungeke ukulindele kwenzeke umuntu obungeke umlindele ukuthi ngangena usathane ngalendlela alwe nevangeli alwe nesekelo kanjani. And that is also something that so to say uh, shocks one or it stirs one and that makes you to look around who's the devil going to use what from what angle is the devil going to come that is going to, what is he going to use to attack the foundations of the gospel yini kuba ngathi akacabangi ke no satane ukuthi uzofuna maphona lona uhlobo lamadimoni angasebenza ngawo ga uthola khona phakathi ebandleni emzalwane mawuphila impilo esivivi mawungamphilela uNkulunkulu kube sobala usathana kazulu lokhe funa ukuthi ubane ngizosebenza ngaye ingane ukhona wena and it's like that satan doesn't look outside for an instrument to work with but he looks in the church and if you are lukewarm as a christian and half-hearted don't be surprised if the devil makes use of you because you are fertile soil for the devil nazi khuluze ibandla nazi zaziwa zeibandla abantu ababehlonishwa usathane wangena kubo ukuba bamelane nendaba kaNkulunku ubungenxabanga nje njalo now here were these people the religious leaders of the day the prominent people and who does the devil use he uses them aba priest the priests the prominent people of the church those who are respected but it's in their lives 
that the devil found room that he could use them to go against the gospel. And you may wonder why, but if anybody is lukewarm in our midst, don't doubt about it. The devil will use that person. How will you see somebody who's lukewarm? Those who live carnal lives. They are busy with the works of darkness. They're busy with their sin. They criticize. They find faults. They're negative about everything. Why is it they live a carnal life? And they harm the work of the Lord. And they don't have any feeling for that. They don't care if anything is harmed or if it's the Lord's work is hurt. Because their hearts are corrupt in any case. Their hearts don't feel anything about building. They, nothing comes to them how they can build up. The word of the Lord says, you rejected this stone which has become the cornerstone. Who is the builder? Are they builders? priests. Those priests, those Sadducees, we can count them. They were amongst those who were builders of the church. But they weren't building the kingdom of God. They were building other kingdoms. But these young men who had been in the presence of the Lord, these young men who had been taught by the Lord, they had received something that couldn't be subdued. Something happened in Peter's life. And his life was transformed. He who denied Jesus. He was afraid and timid. He who didn't have that courage to go with him right to the cross. He in the end said, I do not know him. I don't know this man. I don't know who you're talking about. I don't know this Jesus. But a miracle happened in his life. And then he got courage. And he spoke 
and afraid about this Jesus. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. There's nobody else through whom we may receive life but Jesus. We cannot find refuge with anybody else but Jesus. From the same lips of this man who before had been a coward, but having been baptized with the Holy Spirit, he received that courage. Manje umoyo ngwele uyeno baholayo uyeno baqungisibindi uyeno obaholayo ukuthi umele bakhulumeni ngesibindi It is the Holy Spirit who was with them who inspired them who gave them that courage and gave them the words what they had to say Batholithu belimnandi lokukhuluma ngalo Jesu And they received a wonderful opportunity to testify of this Jesus Us Jesu lona nini nambula layo this Jesus whom you killed. Whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead on the third day. He spoke boldly. You killed him, but Jesus, but God brought him back to life. You thought you were finished with him, but God raised him. He spoke boldly. Speaking about his Lord. And he knew what God had done through Jesus in his life. And these young men stood boldly for their master at the right time. Brethren, do you realize even at this time, the devil is not asleep. He's busy going about wanting to destroy the church. And I'm not speaking about far away, people outside. I'm speaking about you that are listening to me, that the devil wants to destroy through you. And that brought me to this point that if a believer has put his faith in God, it is of paramount importance that you are filled with the Holy Spirit. The person who is a believer but has not been filled with the Holy Spirit is like a ship without an instrument. It's like an aeroplane without navigational instruments that can control it and direct it 
you get into that plane and you just fly to anywhere. Maybe that's why you hurt people the way you do and you don't feel a thing about it. And that's why you speak as you do. And then you've got no control. It just gushes forth. You're just, you keep on pouring out and pouring out. You don't know what you're doing with what you're saying, that you're busy harming, you're destroying. You've got no discernment. There's no police. There's no one that can say to you, stop, this is enough. You've got no sensitivity for that. We thank God for his work here at Kwasizabantu. And we thank the Lord for his work through the Holy Spirit. And the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And the fruit of the obedience to the Holy Spirit. And the fruit of listening and paying heed to the Holy Spirit. And we witness it and we see it in the lives of those who hear what the Holy Spirit says and who obeys Him. But you, who have not yet experienced this, of the Holy Spirit working in your life and filling you, you are to be pitied. These young men had met up with the Holy Spirit. They were filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And what couldn't God do through them? And as I said, we know what it means when the church has been attacked. And the working of the Holy Spirit, working amongst people, that the way in which he works, that that is being attacked, we know what that means. One day, these men went up to the temple to go and pray. And they 
And there at the temple, at one of the temple palisades, there was a man lying there and uh, who was in need. And for 40 years, he had been paralyzed. And he was begging there at one of those uh, temple gates that whoever would pass by, maybe they would give him some money and he could live. And but here are these men coming to the temple to pray. But as they come, they are filled with the Holy Spirit. And here was this lame beggar looking up at them, hoping to get something from them as you would do every day. What is and then Peter, who saw him, said to him, Look at us. And Peter said, Silver and gold have I not, but what I have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he said, That which I have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And that man who had been there, lame, who was lame from birth, more than 40 years, he immediately got up. And they took him by his right hand, or Peter took him by his right hand, and immediately the man got up and he leapt up and he started walking and jumping. An amazing thing had happened in his life. Nobani nobani. Age kobenga piga la manja. Age kobenga piga lesis bonaga lentesienzagela by bone bonge yenzega by a manzilumut. Everybody saw that. Everybody knew this man. And nobody could deny that something extraordinary had happened on that day. Na la baba isita ze vangeli babona. Even the enemies of the gospel, they had to see that and acknowledge that something happened and that these young men who walked with Jesus had something.
and the enemies of the gospel were in despair. They realized, oh my, our case is thrown out. We've got nothing to stand on. Here is the evidence that we cannot deny. Here is this man in whose life God had done something and he's going about and praising God for his power. So they said, what are we now still going to do? How are we ever going to stop this movement? Because everybody could see he was healed in the name of the Lord Jesus. How are we going to stop that work from going forward? Let me say to you, you are fighting against the gospel. You are trying to go against the foundations of the work of God and trying to go against revival. You will be embarrassed. You who are going against the work of the Lord, who don't want others to be helped, you are rejecting the stone which has become the cornerstone. You don't want to have anything to do with it. You will be put to shame. Those who are going against the gospel are against the confession of sin. You go against that which God has put there and ordained, what have you got to replace it with? You go against the gospel. Do you have something any better that you can replace it with? Can you show us the fruit of what God has done through you which is better than what he has done? Show us that. They go against the way we get married in purity. They want young people to be free to visit each other. No, no, no. You're taking us back to Egypt. We are sick and tired of Egypt. That's where we've come from. We've come out of Egypt and we've come to the light. We don't want to go back there. You want to go back? Back to the world? Back to the devil? 
If that's the case, something is lacking. Your aeroplane is without navigational instruments. It will crash at any moment. Inkinga Yabasatus. Inkinga Yokamaliel. Inkinga Yabadabanamakamakul. Inkinga Yokfundawab. Yawas in tet. Bebugela Panzabangayas in tetoyab. Now, the problem of these Pharisees and Sadducees, all these scribes, all these uh, teachers of the law, was their knowledge, all their knowledge that they had about the law. And they looked down on those who didn't have it. Tinage, sizo glande elalok, sizo hamba jengabo, sizo pilan jengabo, ukanya sikbonil, ukanyo kolungulungulas kanyisele kona, salboni kiniso, Will we now follow suit? Will we also follow that direction after having received the light, after having received discernment from the Lord where we can discern this is right, that is wrong? Let's never forget that when God is at work, Satan also wants to put his dirty foot in there and also wants to work. And that's why if you haven't met with the true gospel, you'll easily be swayed and influenced. Young people, if you haven't built on the proper foundation of the gospel, if you haven't taken Jesus and made him the cornerstone of your life, then you're going to put up some kind of a shack that looks maybe all right, but without any foundation, let me tell you, it won't last very long. These high-up prominent people, religious people, they despised and look down upon the true foundation. Who are you to go against that which was erected and established by God? Can you go against God? Do you have the audacity to criticize and find fault with and mock 
things that you don't know anything about. You don't know how it came about, how the Lord revealed it. You've just come in all of a sudden from the sideline, and now you want to go against that. Who do you think you are? As I said earlier, a carnal Christian is a dangerous Christian. There are many who have the name and the title. They are builders. In the meantime, they are demolishers. There's a huge difference between building up and demolishing that which exists. You know for yourself, are you building up or are you breaking down? There are some people who only have instruments to demolish. <laughs> Excuse me. They've got a pick with which they can break down, or they're like a bulldozer. Your tongue is like a bulldozer. You just come and you steamroll everything in your way, but you don't know how to build up. <laughs> Now, the wonderful thing is that we don't have to go and look for the foundation. The foundation has already been laid, and we have received that foundation. The foundation of the church has been laid. All we need to do is to continue building upon that foundation. And when we build upon this foundation, we must make sure that we build on top of it, not next to it, but on that firm foundation. And that which we build on that foundation, that will stand because... That foundation is strong and it has a seal on it. Why do you want to start something new if the foundation is already there? Why don't you, do you want to go on a new way, a different way to the one that we know? Why do you want to do your own will? When God's will is there. And the gospel went forward, it was proclaimed, and the work went on through these men who had been with Jesus. Now listen, child of God. For how long have you been seated? at the feet of the Lord Jesus. Let me ask you, young men, for how long have you been at the feet of the Lord Jesus? 
nilalela nifundiswa nitshelwa ngalesi sekelo ukhona mehluko kuyabonakala you girls for how long haven't you been there at the feet of jesus being taught being trained being told about the foundation tell me what difference has it brought about in your life asisithi isikhathi lezinsizwa sayihleli no jesu sihlambe kwakho iminyaka emithathu nje kodwa isimango okwenzeke empilweni yabo hayi ufakazi okukhona hayi amandla akhona abakwazi ukuthula nale ndaba yevangela bayitholile usutholile wena ivangela imzalwana they hadn't these young men these apostles hadn't been with jesus for so long maybe only about three years but the power that was in their lives that which they had witnessed that which they had seen the difference that it made in them that they could go forward and proclaim this message but how is it like in your life sambaka sibashiya basha sibuyele ukuthi nesibadala sihamba kanjani usuna eminyaka emngakanane evangelini kodwa kuyabonakala umzalwana kuyabonakala ukuthi wena uhamba no Jesus kukhona indaba engacimekiyi enhlizweni kuyabonakala ukuthi ikhulu owakutholayo utholeni uzuzeni sonke lesisikhathi now maybe we should come to you older people the adults the older people for how long haven't you been with the lord jesus can that be seen is the evidence of that there in your life is it seen that there is something that cannot be quenched there's a fire burning in you that nobody can put out izitha zevangeli zithi thulani ngaleli gama thulani ngaleli vangeli bayachitha kodwa kube ngathi bafaka amafuthe emlilweni ngalezinsizwa azikwazi ukuthula nale ndaba eyisimanga indaba esindisayo udlala ngesikhathi udlala ngesikhathi ngalokho kulokho abakuzwayo ngalokho ujesu akwenzile impilweni zabo these enemies of the gospel thought they are stopping the gospel from going forward they putting out the fire of the gospel they told them not to proclaim this name anymore to stop speaking in this name but oh what did it do just the opposite with these young men they were bolder than before more zealous than before proclaiming the gospel you just wasting your time with them because of what they've experienced in them uma sesemshika shikeni okhangisela abanye abantu ngevangeli sibhizi ngokankulunkulu sizokhohlwa izono abanye babhizi suku zonke bavuma izona izodwa abayeki ngani indabana abezwa lutho ngalo Jesu if we will be busy with the work of the gospel proclaiming the gospel spreading the message we won't have time for sin there are those people who are always busy confessing their sin the same sin again and again and again but they don't feel anything for the gospel to spread the gospel that message has to spread through you Now, 
And with many, you always have to be constantly correcting them. Don't speak like this. A Christian shouldn't speak like that. You're hurting with your words. Like I said, some people have a pick, and they're just going about. They're striking left, right, and center. They don't care who gets in the way. Instead of you continuing spiritually and spreading the gospel. And then you get some people that people are so uh, hesitant to go and speak to them because they like a prickly pear. And if you do anything, you know you're going to get hurt. Maybe they say, well, rather you take the message to that person, give it to them. If I come with a message, they look me up and down. They say, who is this? Let's bring me this message. They disregard it. Are you such a Christian? But these young men proclaimed the message of the death and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. They stood on his name and they said there's no other name given among men by which we must be saved. Jesus teaches us how we ought to do things, how we ought to speak, He controls our lives and directs our lives. You can't just do what you want. So the Sadducees, Gamaliel, all these religious officials and prominent men, they said, this message is spreading like wildfire. How are we going to stop it? So they called them and they charged them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. 
Basebe babizi babayala ngokuthi bangakhulumi bangafundisi nakanye ngegama lika Jesu. Verse 18 so they called them and charged them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. Kepha opet no Johann baphendula bathi kubo ngumani nina ukuba kulungile yini ebusweni bukaNkulunkulu ukulalela nina kunokulalela uNkulunkulu. But Peter and John answered You judge for yourselves whether it is right in the sight of God that we should listen to you rather than God. For we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. There is something that these young men had seen. There is something that they had met up with in Jesus. There is something that they had learned from Jesus. That which the Lord Jesus gave them, they took and made it their own. That's why they couldn't keep quiet. That's why they wanted to go forth. And proclaim it. So they said boldly, you judge now. What is right? Should we listen to you or should we listen to God? Do we listen to what you say to us or do we listen to what God says to Child of God, what is Jesus saying to you today? You that have met with him for years and years ago, what is he telling to you? What is he revealing to you about this message? Are you getting that message? Keep quiet. Don't say anything. Don't do anything. Just be subdued. Or is it where you say, we cannot but speak about what we've seen and heard? You decide what we should do. But we cannot keep quiet. We cannot stop speaking about what we've seen and heard. What have you heard about concerning Jesus? What have you seen concerning him with your eyes? Child of God, have you heard anything? Maybe some haven't heard. Maybe they've got earwax. Maybe it's like a plug that's blocked your ears and people can speak to you and till they're blue in the face, you don't hear anything. But concerning the things of the world, oh, your ears are so sharp. You know anything and everything about that. People ask you about world affairs. 
You can lay it out to them, but the things about God, you're stone deaf. Uzweni. What have you heard? What is Jesus speaking to you about and conversing with you about? And does Jesus have an opportunity to speak to you? We are foolish. Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. I'm knocking. The door is closed. Until now, Jesus is knocking. He wants to enter into this heart, but it's closed. For how long will it, you, will it remain closed? When will you open unto Jesus? Because there's something he wants to share with you. There's something that he sees that he wants to help you with. He wants to save you. The name of Jesus saves. He wants to save you who are living in your sin. He wants to save you who are being destroyed right now. You are being destroyed in your sin. But he wants you to open that he may come in and he can even help you to get rid of that earwax. Is there anything that you've heard or seen? These men said, we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. We'll speak about the matter of Jesus. <laughs> Are you ashamed to speak of Jesus? Are you ashamed even just to pray with those whom you live with? Are you afraid even to pray to give thanks for the food that you are eating together with the others that are with you, thinking maybe they laugh at you, they say you're a fool? Are you ashamed to speak of Jesus? Are you ashamed to speak of Jesus? But what touched my heart was the two determination of these young men who said, we cannot but speak of what we've seen and heard and we will not stop. And they couldn't be moved. Because they knew what they had seen, what they had experienced. Nobody could just come all of a sudden and tell them, now you keep quiet about that and have any influence on them. Jesus is this stone that was rejected by you, the builders. But God has made him the cornerstone. Here is this cornerstone 
on which we ought to build. Doesn't matter what nation you are. Where you come from. Uh, doesn't matter what you are stuck in. Here is the stone. And whoever builds on him will live. But if you don't build on him, whatever you try and do will fail. It will collapse. And your life, your spiritual life will collapse. And you'll end up in terrible things that you could never even imagine. Maybe even in the occult, falling away completely from the faith. Jesus himself said, no one can come to the Father but by me. He is the way, the truth, and our life. No one can come to the Father but by him. So whatever we do, we need to draw nigh unto him. We need to come to this rock and build upon him. But if you've seen anything of him or heard anything of him, you will never be able to keep quiet. That's why I'm asking you, what have you seen? What have you heard? And what you've seen and heard, what has it brought about in you? Does it bring about that you fall back? But Peter and John said, no, we're not going back. We're going forward. We're going to speak about what we've seen and heard. Brethren, what shall I still say after what we've heard? As I was seated and listening, my heart was burning within me. And I said, here is the gospel that we ought to go together with. People may say what they like, but this is the true gospel that we should go together with. If people go against the confession of sin, it's written in God's word. Confess your sin one to another and pray for each other that you may be healed. And if you say, we should 
leave aside the way that we get married with pure young men, pure virgins, the man and the girl being virgins, or the man and the woman. Tell me, what else should we then go to? What is there else that is better than that? I'm so sorry and sad if you are here in our midst and you go against the word of God and the teaching of the word of God. And my question is, why are you still here? If you against the work of God, why are you still here? And you that have left and you've gone against the work of God, you are pricking, putting your finger into the apple of God's eye. And I want to tell it plainly to you. What you're doing, you're doing because you are driven by evil spirits. And we hear what you're saying, going against God's work daily. This is God's work. And like Peter could say, we saw it with our own eyes. We experienced it. We also saw with our eyes. We also experienced at the beginning of this work how God worked. So what do people notice in our lives with these men? They observed, they recognized that they had been with Jesus. What do people recognize in us? Now, whether you're part of this congregation or you're part of a different congregation, but do people see that you are on fire for God, that you've experienced this and you've met with the Lord Jesus? Do the parents see my children have met with Jesus? Do my children see that in my life as a parent that I've met with Jesus? We experience something great concerning this gospel which doesn't compromise. I don't know what to still say. There's not really time to say much. But as I was seated there, my heart burned within me when I heard this. Tell me, did you experience your heart burning within you as well? And if you didn't feel anything, then you are ice cold spiritually. 
Uma wenunga zonga lutu nkulunkulektinta. Enyagazi sultelipansi. If you didn't experience anything with you while you were listening, then I feel sorry for you. The gospel is something that overcomes anything and everything else. Will we leave and forsake such a gospel? And you that have experienced Jesus doing something in your life, is he still busy working in your life? Maybe you go to bed at night without praying. Maybe you eat your food without praying. Well, who, which Jesus do you serve? We serve this Jesus who died and rose again. The chorus says, Brother, sister, examine yourself to see how you are walking. What more do you expect God to do? Do you want him to send an angel to come down from heaven and speak to you? If you don't hear after a message like this, then you won't even hear if an angel should come down from heaven. I don't know if I was the only one who felt that which I felt when this message was preached. The gospel is sweet. It straightens us in our way. It washes us from our sin. So what has the gospel done in your life? What has Jesus done for you? And it also confuses me, as it was said, that a person constantly goes back to his sin haven't you died to that sin yet? Now let me just whisper this to you. Do you agree? Can I whisper this to you? When sin comes, hate it like you hate the appearance of a mamba. Would you sleep with a mamba in the same room? So after this message that you've heard, consider sin in the same light that you consider a mamba. Because the Bible says you are ought to part from sin completely. And in Zulu, there's a nice way that you say it. When you say, that means completely. 
Have you parted from it? You can't sing in a choir or preach, and I'm speaking to anybody who hears me, and I'm standing at the pulpit, and I'm just putting it like this. You can't do it while you're still defiling yourself with your own hands. You can't stand before the congregation and minister to them through singing or whatever and you're still busy defiling yourself, you're looking at pornography or anything like that. Now I'm not speaking that which shouldn't be said at the pulpit because in Isaiah 59 it says that your fingers are stained with blood and you've got the guilt of blood on your fingers. So whether you girls, young men, fathers, mothers, you dare not have hands and fingers stained with blood. And I say to some, if God should return, the Lord should return at that moment that you are busy defiling yourself, what will happen to you? You will be swallowed by hell. So separate from that sin once and for all that everybody may see in your life you have met with the Lord Jesus. Don't deceive us and say you're a believer and you're still live, living a life or leading a life of compromise. I don't love it like a person who speaks lies. If you're a believer and you tell lies, I don't like that. It's written in the Bible. And when you've got the opportunity and you're alone, Read Revelation 21 verse 8. It says there that the end of liars is in the pool that burns with sulfur and brimstone. So, so to lie is a serious sin. You are counted and numbered amongst those 
will go to the lake of fire. You tell us you're a believer, you serve the Lord, but you're still telling lies living in the world. But then, Verse 8, verse, verse 7 says, But he who overcomes all those things, he will be a son. There in heaven, there's no female and male, but if you overcome sin, you'll be a son of God. Don't tell me, oh, I was just tempted, and then I went in that direction, and then I did this, and I did that. I ask, have you received the Holy Spirit? The person says, yes. Well, if you've received him, he's no longer there. He has left. So, confess your sin. Take out the root of that sin that the Holy Spirit might come back again. Otherwise, the Holy Spirit is gone. Shall we pray? Our God, we thank you. You as an ear has heard. You have spoken to us, Lord. That which you've heard is crystal clear. We trust even a young child has heard. Help us, Lord, that each and every one will be able to notice and see we have met with Jesus. And even if people should oppose that person, but that they wouldn't be able to deny the fact that they've been with Jesus. Because, Lord, that is so important that when people see us and observe us, when we speak and do things, that they see Jesus in us. Amen. Amen.